Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is June the 9th of 2021. Glad you guys are here with us this morning. Uh, I do want to say that if I don't make it through this broadcast today, just a heads up, uh, the culprit, the person you can blame, the person you should come to is sitting right across from me in a sweatshirt. What are you talking about? I just told Kelly that I'm afraid I am literally about to pass out. It's a little dramatic. Oh my gosh. It is burning up. Let me let you know again as we earmark the date for those of you listening in the future. Today is June the 9th. In the future. Uh, okay, you know, just in case somebody hears the podcast months down the road or something like that, right? So today is June the 9th. The high temperature today is going to be 83. The current temperature is 70. Humidity, rain. And I walk in here and Kelly has the heater on full blast. Well, it is. And ladies, oh, you're going to understand anytime you go to work and it's sometimes it's a little chillier in the office. I like to to be comfy, cozy, comfy or or basically over here um, smothering. <laughs> OK, well, I did. It turn is it, brutal. I turned it off. You're going to have fine. to open a door or a window or something. <laughs> and we don't have a window we can open in here. <laughs> nope. It is absolutely right. miserable. I'll prop the door open. Nobody. I mean, it's actually cooler outside. <laughs> We're in the middle of summer. There is dewdrops forming on the... Oh, oh I'm perspiring. Yeah. So that's how the day is going to start. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Kelly for that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I was in one of those deals where uh, you get those suits and you're supposed to sweat all your fat out. You know that? Or really probably yeah. all your liquids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because well, those things were kind of big on... What was the TV show? The Biggest Loser, I think. Yes. And they put you in like this trash bag looking thing and they mm-hmm. try to get you to sweat out all this weight. I don't think I would be good at that. Oh my gosh. One of our friends, one of our mutual friends bought one of those deals. Really? Yeah. This is back probably in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, like 05, 06, something like that. And my buddy decided he was going to buy one of those gimmicks because he wanted to lose some weight and well, he wanted like a quick fix for summer. So he bought the sweatsuit. Why do I feel like, is the friend you... No, it's not me. Okay. I would never do that. I'd be afraid Brandon. I'd pass out. No, I wouldn't. But he decided that he was going to not only wear the suit around outside when it was hot, he was also going to take up running at the same time. With the suit on. With the suit on. <laughs> uh, so he decided he was going to run a mile, right, to start off. He wanted to run a mile. Should I even give his no, name? Yes. Just give the, the first name. Mikey. Oh, no. Mikey likes it. So my friend Mikey... Got his suit on and thought he was going to run one mile and he had his uh, sweatsuit on. He takes off running and he gets so overwhelmingly hot. He is struggling to get back. He had to knock on the door. He knew where a friend lived. He knocked on the door and said, can you take me home? He was trying to run a mile. The problem was here's where he didn't really think through the entire process. He decided in, in running one mile, he wanted to run one mile, that he was going to go one mile from his house and then have to come back. He didn't realize that was two miles. <laughs> oh, no. So he gets out a mile Underestimate. away. <laughs> and he's in a sweatsuit and he's dying. That's what it feels like in here. I am suffocating okay. in the studio. So if I don't make it through today, literally, come feel my skin. No, I, I'm you're clammy. fine. I'm claiming like I have a fever. Okay. <laughs> take, take a drink of water. I don't have any water. I have coffee and it's hot. So we'll see if I make it through today. Uh, today is also National Rosé Day, like the wine. Hmm. 
Mm. So if anybody has any of that, drop it off, please. Also, National Donald Duck Day. So that guy's always quacked me up. Mm-mm. He has. He doesn't wear pants either. I know. Much like you on the weekends. Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a heads up, a follow up. It's really hot in the studio because Kelly had the heater on <laughs> and uh, I told her I needed a break. I was going to walk outside and get some fresh air. Unfortunately, there's no fresh air there either. Y'all, I looked at him. He's walking outside. And as soon as he opened the outside door, his body just like convulsed and he came back in and he was like, there's no change. There's no change. <laughs> there's no escaping the heat. <laughs> Dramatic. So I'm not dramatic. It's just extremely hot in here. So anyway, that's how the show's going to start. If mm-hmm. I don't make it to seven, if I pass out, Kelly will handle the rest of the show today. Oh, goodness. She will interview all of our guests and stuff like that. <laughs> that would so, be a sight. That is going to be a heck of a show mm-hmm. coming up. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1991 and Diamond Rio had the number one song in country music on this day. I start walking your way And you start walking mine We meet in the middle Meet that old Georgia pine We gain a lot of ground Cause we both give a little Ain't no road too long We meet in the middle Time in Rio 91 that was 30 years ago, by the way, when this song was a hit. It's been seven years tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Since we set our vows under that old pine tree, you ought to see it now. Standing in the backyard, reminding me and you. If we don't see eye to eye, there's something we can do. What's that? Tell me. I start walking your way. You start walking mine We meet in the middle Meet that old Georgia pine We gain a lot of ground Cause we both give a little Ain't no road too long We meet in the middle Oh yeah, here we go Babe, I love the way we work it out That's what love is all about Oh yeah! I start you start walking mine We meet in the middle Meet that old Georgia pine We gain a lot of ground Cause we both give a little there Ain't no love too long When we meet in the middle I start walking your way You start walking mine Diamond Rio, Meet in the Middle. It was number one on this day in 1991. Brandon Baxter in the morning. What? It's not funny. You can't do that. No, I can do that. Guys, full disclosure, let Uh, me just tell y'all what he does to me right before we, we start. He says, quote, don't mess it up. 
And then we come on the air, and then I'm supposed to start. That makes me nervous. You do it all the time. No, see, here's the deal. I got so hot in the room this morning, it fried out her computer. She has a Mac. And it's not working right, and it totally throws her whole game it off. Does. Because she can't color code everything. Yeah. She's one of those very visual people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she's over here with nothing color coded, there's I'm no telling. Some problems. There is no telling what's about to happen. And every <laughs> once in a while, she cusses because oh, Brandon. she goes and tries to open up the program that doesn't work. Don't tell my secrets. So she's a big cusser. <laughs> so silly. She's been cussing for years. Okay. Okay. And y'all, as uh-huh. always, Kelly Perry, well, <laughs> She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Bachelor Bachelor Nation. So after weeks of speculation, Chris Harrison finally announced he's officially leaving the Bachelor franchise. So he's been the host and producer since it started in 2002. Like, this has kind of been his baby. Oh, I didn't realize he was a producer of it, too. Yeah, so wow. he's been out uh, basically in a timeout since February when he defended a contestant's allegedly racist past. He announced his departure on an Instagram post. He said, quote, while my two-decade uh, journey is wrapping up, the friendships I've made will last a lifetime. So it looks like he may be getting a, a pretty good payday for leaving. There's one source claiming that it, the split got kind of ugly with Chris threatening to uh, spill the show's dirty secrets oh. if he didn't get so much money. Yeah. Uh, so Anyway, Chris Harrison leaving the Bachelor yeah. franchise. Shut him up pretty quick, mm-hmm. right? That's crazy. But for him to be a producer and be told to, yeah. to hit the bricks, mm-hmm. hit the road, Jack. I know. It's a pretty big deal. Hey, got your gossip today on Kanye West. So Kanye has his easy brand, right? And they've done shoes and different stuff and attire. So they've launched this jacket. It's a Yeezy jacket that was going to go on sale on the Gap website, like, you know, the store of the Gap. So anyway, it was such a big deal. It's a $200 jacket that has no zipper, so it's always open, no buttons. Some people describe it as like a little spacesuit-looking thing. Hmm. But so it's always open, no buttons, no zipper, no pockets. It's just like there. Yeah. Uh, 200 bucks. but it was such a big deal, the Gap website was crashed. They had more... Uh, traffic than any time in history for people wanting to spend $200 on a Yeezy jacket. So that was a big story and a trending story on Kanye West and Gap. Got you gossip on The Rock. What The Rock is cooking. So he's bringing us a new animated movie for kids. It's called DC League of Super Super Pets. So not only is The Rock producing it, he's starring in it. So uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson voices Superman's dog, Crypto, and eventually teams up with some of the other pets of superheroes. So like Batman's pet, you know, pets of the superheroes. Now actors voicing some of the super pets, Kevin Hart, John Krasinski, Kate McKinnon, and Vanessa Bayer from SNL, Keanu Reeves. So it's going to be a a good movie. But DC League of Super Pets is looking to be released. May of 2022. All right, got your gossip this morning on Pink. So Pink has uh, made this post on social media. It's a response to her high school. So what she says was, Mr. Ort, my high school t- choir teacher, his famous quote to me was, Alicia. It's not a solo, which I thought was pretty cute. She goes on to say, uh, but this, and it brought me to tears. 
Uh, you all sound amazing, and I'm totally overwhelmed with love. So what happened is uh, Mr. Wart's still there in the school. He had his choir department sing Pink's uh, song, What About Us? So she's watching students who walk the same halls sing mm-hmm. her song. Uh, on the on the video, there's pictures interspersed of, uh, of Alicia Moore, who was pink when she was younger. Uh, the caption at the beginning says, and I quote, Alicia, we walk the same halls. We share the same school. And because of you, we are filled with hopes, dreams, and the power to be our own kind of perfect. Wow. So here's her home t- uh, her hometown, her home school choir. It's the Central Bucks High School. Uh, and they're over here singing Pink's song, What About Us? This is what brought Pink to tears. Sticks and stones, they may break these bones, but then I'll be ready. Are you ready? It's the start of us waking up. Come on. Are you ready? I'll be ready. I don't want control. I want to let go. So imagine, you know, Pink gets that to her social media and what that feels like for her old school to give her a tribute like that. Pretty cool story there from Pink. What about us? What about all the times you said you had the answer? There it is right there. What about us? What about all the broken happy ever after? She can sing, man. Also probably beat me up. What about love? What about trust? So you can check out Pink on social media to see her post and watch that video. And of course, <clears throat> every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. <clears throat> A couple of big tour announcements that came out, and uh, they're not country related all the way, but I thought I'd give you some information on some tours. Just because some of these sound like they kind of fit with uh, the kind of stuff that we like, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the tours that was announced is Leonard Skinner going back out on tour. It's the Big Wheels Keep On Turning Tour. So if you're a fan of Leonard Skinner, there's a number of different dates. You can go and see uh, that band out there. Of course, you got some big Leonard Skinner hits. What's your name, little girl? What's your name? I mean, Leonard Skinner. So you like these, right? They've gone on their farewell tour for a number of years in a row. But some of the closest dates include August 13th in Atlanta. Uh, let's see here. Knoxville is November the 5th. Those are probably the closest. Exposure City, too, on November the 19th, if you want to go and see Leonard Skinner. That's big, right? And if you're planning on going to New York City anytime soon, you can go there to see the Foo Fighters. 
Fighter shows coming up on the 20th of June. Madison Square Garden, full capacity. Here's the deal. If you want to go see the Foo Fighters in New York City at the iconic Madison Square Garden, full capacity, you must be vaccinated. We can go. We can. As a kid, that would have been one of the shows that would have made me scared, the Foo Fighters. <laughs> because of the word fighters? Well, because it said fighters and it was rock and roll music yeah. and it sounded dangerous. Right, of course. Like I was not comfortable going to concerts <laughs> as a young man because I was afraid of the mosh pit. It's <laughs> a true story. Watch him as he goes. That's where people fought at every concert. <laughs> it's dumb now, right? <laughs> So a couple of big shows here, Leonard Skinner and the Foo Fighters. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Wednesday morning. If you missed our interview, our chat really with Coach Butch Jones, he's the head coach of the A-State football team. He was on yesterday and We'll be honest, we were a little bit nervous. We didn't know what he wanted. <laughs> and when the head football coach calls and says, hey, he wants to talk to you, it makes me think, oh, great, he's going to make us run drills or something. Or and pers- I was, I was like, I'm up for that. Yeah, I ain't going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I run a little bit, but I'm not going to run drills. What do you call it, a 100-yard dash, 50-yard dash, 40-yard dash? 40-yard dash. I think it's the 40. That's what I ran in school was the... <laughs> Is it? Was the 40. Yeah. I ran a... An eight. I think you should stop. I ran an eight in the 40. Is that a good? Is that good? I don't think so. No, that's not I think good. it needs to be like half of that. I ran four, a four in the a four. 40. Okay. That doesn't sound right. Wow. I had a 40 once. <laughs> a couple of them. You need to put it up. <clears throat> yeah, it's what I do though. So we talked to the coach, uh, and he was awesome. And the reason he wanted to talk to us was uh, he was really sweet. He just wanted to tell us that <clears throat> since he's lived here, um, he's listened to us every morning, and he enjoys the show, and we kind of set his tone, his mood for the day. And I was kind of thinking about that and reflecting on that. I went home and I told my wife, I'm like, this is a really cool story because here's somebody who isn't from here. He has no reason to, to like us, and we've never actually even met him in person yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but so why would he choose us? And it's, you know, he enjoys what we do and the, I guess the attitude of the show. And, mm-hmm the silliness and that kind of stuff. So I was telling her that's pretty heavy though, right? When you know that people out there are waking up and their day starts with us and their day, normally most of our days kind of start a little bit groggy and we're supposed to get you kind of moving and excited and laughing and upbeat and play music you like and give you information like that is a big job. And I was like, that's pressure, right? It is a little pressure. Then I started thinking about the (laughs) pressure uh, for the football team. Like, cause he said his mood starts with us So let's say one day we don't do a good job and he goes to practice and the players are, you know, get over here, do this. Give me seven of those or whatever, whatever they say. Drop down and get your eagle on. No, I don't think they ever say that. Drop down and get your eagle on. I think that's what Nellie said. I've heard that. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So what if he says that to the players and they're like, oh, great. That morning show made him mad today. I want the team to like us too. No, I get, yes. 
you probably want the team to like us more because they're younger and you want them to think we're cool that you're cool well i wasn't cool when i was in school so if i could be cool while they're in school right (laughs) maybe it doesn't work out the same way but a shout out to coach jones who uh again has become a friend of the show and a state football's got some great stuff coming up he mentioned a 1200 club which is a new deal they're going to do it's like an exclusive membership club where you can help support the team and uh, the, the eyes on our football program because of this coach are from all over the country, yeah. which is really exciting. And the players that are coming in to play for him, that's really mm-hmm. exciting. Like we have a great shot at a really great mm-hmm. team this fall. So a state football is uh, doing some big things. They have their summer camps coming up. I was talking to Kai about those last night. I'm like, dude, he has uh, summer camps coming up for your age too. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have any experience. Yeah. So a state If you want to find out more about that stuff too. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So 21-year-old Joanna Vara has been arrested in connection with the shooting of a nail salon owner after an argument over the price of a manicure pedicure. Okay. So Joanna is currently in the Harris County Jail in Houston, Texas, facing a charge of aggravated assault. So the owner of Katie Nails is a 42-year-old man in critical but stable condition in the hospital. Get this. So it happened when Joanna and her 20-year-old sister asked for a manicure and a pedicure at a salon in Katy, Texas. You ever been there? Uh, I think I have been there, actually. Well, after the mani-pedi was finished, the women argued that the price of the treatment was too high. According to the police report, after a heated exchange, Joanna eventually paid and left the salon while her sister continued to argue with the owner. But then Joanna came back into the store and rejoined the argument. After the owner tried to make Joanna leave the premises, she pulled a handgun out and shot him. You can't do that. The sister sped off in a uh, burnt orange Ford Fusion, so it was kind of easy to find them. But Joanna was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Her bond has been set at $60,000. Wow, that's crazy. Speaking of getting your nails done, why couldn't the cow get a pedicure? Um, I have no idea. Why? Because he lactose. <laughs> lactose. <laughs> and there's even more proof okay. <laughs> that people are crazy. Brandon okay. Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to what? you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Wednesday, June the 9th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Dasha Wallenberg of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. Happy birthday. Brandy Hathcote of Jonesboro celebrates. Caitlin Wallace is celebrating. Mary Beth Aiken from Wynn. Happy birthday. David Eubanks has a birthday. Ashley Heath. Is celebrating Casey Brown. Happy birthday, Shelby Blankenship of Jonesboro. We have Andrea Gleghorn from BB celebrating a birthday today. Paul Finnegan of Jonesboro turns 50, uh, 65 today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Laurie Hernandez is 21 today. Gold medal winning Olympic gymnast. Yeah. Natalie Portman is 40 today. She's been in Thor, Black Swan, and also the Star Wars movies. And that movie with Ashley Judd where um, she has a baby in Walmart. And names her America. I love that movie. 
Home is where the heart is. I think home is, is home is where the heart is. Something like that. Home sweet home. That's Something a good like movie that. right there. Natalie Portman and Ashley Judd. So. Matthew Bellamy is forty three, the lead singer and songwriter for Muse. And now, yeah, I need to know is this real love? Or is do. it just You don't know this song? You don't know Muse? Matthew Bellamy from Muse, 43 today. Johnny Depp is 58 today. Of course, Pirates of the Caribbean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Also, Edward Scissorhands. Have you seen that movie? Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, Brandon. Uh, Leave me alone. I've never seen any of those movies. Dick Vitale is uh, 82. Of course, college basketball announcer. Donald Duck is 87 today. That dude. (laughs) Go ahead. He quacks me uh-huh. up. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, he's. And happy birthday today to Michael J. Fox, oh. who is 60 years old today. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah. You know him from Back to the Future and Family Ties. Spin City, he was in that too. Happy birthday to Michael J. Fox, who turns 60 today. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Michael J. Fox, who turns 60 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly had convinced me earlier today that I should try the cartoon gimmick that everybody's doing on social media. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? <laughs> it's like Pixar is what she said. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. And I didn't know how to do it. And she had to tell me to get the app. And yeah. I download this app and I've probably sent all my personal information somewhere else <laughs> to Russia. That's what Kelly's done already. <laughs> so I do this deal. And like I look at her family and her family looks like her family and they all look cute. I'm like, oh, that's great. And Kelly shows me other photos that she's done as this cartoon gimmick. And I do my wife, who looks great. I do Kai, who looks really cute. And then I do me. <laughs> and I don't know why this gimmick, this app gimmick, looks so good on most people. But for me, it doesn't work right. Maybe. And I'm not being funny. Okay. You're bald-headed. Yeah. I wonder if there's some type of shadowing or something different it does with people that don't have hair. Maybe sure. it's a shadowing thing and it just makes your eyes bigger because it needs to cover or, or I don't know. Maybe it's just uh it's just a little snafu in the app. So you see what you do there is I start to talk about it and you decide you have something to say and then you don't know how to explain it because what you're saying is really hateful. <laughs> It's not no. saying you look bad. It's saying my cartoon. That the cartoon looks a little bit off, like compared to your wife and your son. Right, because for it, whatever reason, most people as Pixar characters look freaking awesome. I look like a bigger tool than I look like in person. Your eyes are doing something really weird. And the, my chin. Yeah, yeah. I think you should post it though, because it's funny. It's not a good one, though. I don't know why it works for everybody else, but not so well for me. (laughs) 
Kelly has hers up on her social media. It's Kelly Perry on the radio, on Instagram, and on Facebook, Kelly Brooke Perry. Okay, so mine on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. The same thing on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's going to be up on Twitter as well, which is Brandon on BBITN. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go, doing Wednesday morning with you. We appreciate you listening to us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Okay, so we have Country Music News today on the CMT Awards, which are happening tonight. Hosted by Kelsey Ballerini. Our co-host for the night is Kane Brown. Don't get me wrong. There's tons of big performances as we go throughout the list. Uh, Breland, Brothers Osborne, Carly Pierce, Carrie Underwood, Need to Breathe. They're performing together. Chris Stapleton, Chris Young, Dirks Bentley, John Party is going to be there. Kane Brown, as we mentioned, Kelsey Ballerini, Lady A, Lauren Elena, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, Mickey Guyton, Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rhett, all performing tonight. All the big awards, video of the year being the biggest it's the CMT Music Awards, and it happens tonight. We have country music news today on Marin Morris. When the bones are good, the rest don't matter. Yeah, the pain could peel, the glass could shatter, let it break. So Marin announced that she's going to no longer be performing at the CMT Music Awards tonight. Marin was scheduled to perform with J.P. Sachs on their recent collaboration, Line by Line. Now, if you haven't heard that song, here's what it sounds like. Love too big for a love song If I try to sum it up, I know I get it wrong Sometimes if it don't sound right I apologize, I just said it cause it rhymed Four chords, three minutes, it never fit in it So I just take you line by line Okay Scheduling conflicts. Right. So that's basically what she said. She went on to say that she knew J.P. Sachs would slay it. Uh, But she has four nominations, Marin does, for the CMT Awards tonight. And she is tied with Miranda Lambert for the most nominations. But the CMT Awards are on tonight, 7 o'clock on CMT. Okay. It's interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Because they've known the award show is coming. And all of a sudden, at the last minute, there's other things going on. It just makes Hmm. you wonder. Yeah. I think we'll hear more on that story. Probably. We don't know that for sure. But I'm kind of thinking we'll know some more about that story. A country music news today on Jimmy Allen. Girl, what's your name? What's your drink? Yeah, what's your favorite song? If you're it's been a busy couple of weeks for Jimmy Allen. He got married two weeks ago, and they have just come out to announce that they're pregnant with their second Aww. child. So Jimmy and his new wife, Alexis, announcing the pregnancy of baby number two. Uh, you can check out Jimmy Allen's social media to find out more about that. We've got country music news today on Brett Young. I hope you look just like your mama and love her like I do. So Brett Young appeared on the Today Show to talk about his music and to perform. And during his appearance on the show, Brett performed his new single, Not Yet. Here's Brett Young. I know the stars are gonna leave us, but later it gets. I know the moon is gonna disappear into the west. I know the sun is gonna come and steal your silhouette, but not yet, no, not yet. Cause you still got a lot of kisses left on your lips.
Again, it's Brett Young. It's his new single out, Not Yet. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. As you'll learn today, it is all elementary. It's elementary, my dear Watson. Mm. We have Dr. Dana <laughs> oh, Watson. Goodness. She is psychoanalyzing me at this very moment. You know, I just, I want to be honest with you and let you know that I've given up on that. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> Man. It's the one case they've quit on. We're just I just, want, I just want you to know that I know even my limitations. Oh, man. So Dr. Dana Watson, Families Inc. Counseling Services, the award-winning uh, clinical psychologist who basically has made us feel better about life. Literally, I was having this conversation with my wife last night because her and Kai, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff with the pandemic, right? And Uh, sad Mm -hmm. family stuff. And it's kind of affected Kai a little bit because he's been around it and been exposed to stuff he's never been exposed to before. Um, And I was telling Leslie and Kai, like, hey, anxiety, it steals your joy. And, you know, we can't can't stress about all these different things. And Leslie mentioned to me how much anxiety I used to have. She said, I've been with you for what's it been now, 14 years, something like that. And she said, you used to have such bad anxiety. And I was like, I was like, I really don't think I have it that bad anymore. I'm not sure if that's age or literally the conversations I've had with you and Hayden Huckabee over the years where you've kind of walked me through it on the radio. I appreciate that. Well, I, I appreciate that, but I got to be honest with you. I think age does have a little bit of um, a way of relaxing us a tiny bit. Mm -hmm. You know, our brains have gone through the anxious cycle so many times for so many years. And then there's a, there's a part of us that realizes it it usually is not as bad as we think. But the second thing is honestly, your support at home, is probably what has done it. You know, the fact that you can have those conversations about your feelings and your anxiety with your spouse mm-hmm. in all those years, and she's receptive and, and helpful has probably been what has helped the most. And, you know, honestly, it's a lot like therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to me about, and, and I, again, this is like a personal therapy session that we're going to do live just for a second, then we'll get on to, to generalities, uh, kind of generalities. Um, but my son's 11, right? And if you go back through the history of what we've dealt with with the pandemic, both of his uh, grandparents, two of his grandparents, uh, great-grandparents ended up with COVID on ventilators. Uh, we lost Papa in January. Meemaw uh, has been bedridden up until about two weeks ago where she finally was able to get out of the bed. She, I mean, when she got home, she couldn't hold a piece of paper. So wow. what Kai's realized over the course of that time, you know, he's, he's lost people and uh, that's sad. And he, he's gone back into that home multiple different times because my wife still goes over to help. And, um, you know, I think he, he's a little bit, he's at, a, at the age of 11 where he realizes that, I mean, obviously life doesn't go forever. And, and sometimes, um, you know, obviously the ultimate thing happens. How do you deal with that where it's causing anxiety in, uh, in a young child like that, who's been exposed to so much? Well, I mean, there are there are truths not to sound uh, Pollyanna-ish or contrite, but there are there are truths that are, that we have learned through the pandemic, and it's not all science related. Mm-hmm. I mean, these there are experiences that we've had. Your family, my family, we've had real losses, like up close and personal. And some of the experiences that we've had have have given us a chance to learn things and to teach things and to model things for our children. You know how to how to go through difficult times, how to um, behave, how to express yourself, how to come through it, how to lean on others. And so there, while, you know, so many of us have experienced, no doubt, true pain and hardships, 
um, I think that there have been opportunities to learn about about ourselves, you know, and about being parents and about being supports to others. And my hope is that most of us have can can say a year later, I really have learned something yeah. good. Well, like with Kai, we we actually took him uh, to his pediatrician like two weeks ago because he was worried, like, what if something's wrong with me? You know, I've seen what happened with Papa, and I've seen Mima not be able to get out of the bed. And he just wanted to get a checkup because the anxiety of, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, what if I'm sick? What if something happens to me? And, man, to see that going through the mind of an 11-year-old, I mean, that's heartbreaking. Of course it is. Of course it is. But, you know, just what you said, I mean, to to take your child to a specialist and ask them the questions, you know, that concerns that you have is no different from when you think they might have strep throat, Mm -hmm. you know. And so to, to take them and ask someone who's a specialist in that area can we talk to you? Can we review the symptoms? Can we get your opinion on it? A potential course of treatment if needed. And if not now, maybe later. Yeah. But I mean, it gives you so much information. Um, you know, and truly, we I get calls, as you can imagine, at calls and texts and messenger from people, you know, I haven't seen in 30 years. And they have one quick question about themselves or their marriage or their children. And I always say to them, <laughs> You know, I don't know, I don't. I can't give you those answers over a phone or text, but I can tell you that that's what all these mental health people do all day, just like your physicians. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, come in and let, let us do um, an evaluation and let's walk through them because it might be that everything is just extremely normal, what you or the child is experiencing, and then you can just leave in peace. Yeah. And you can leave already having established a relationship with a professional in case you ever want to do something or need to do something down the road. And you don't have to just worry about it, you know. But then if you get the opinion that, that maybe a short course of supportive therapy um, is, would be beneficial, you know. So with children, we do play therapy, and, and we have so many skilled um, professionals that will work specifically with children on their level, whether it's a young child or an adolescent. Um, and it's it's just wonderful to have, I think, that experience of, um, you know, early intervention and just testing out, uh, the, you know, testing out the waters and seeing what information you can get. I mean, that in and of itself will calm people down. Again, Dr. Dana Watson from Families, Inc. joins us this morning. <clears throat> I think one of the things I love about where we are as a society is, you know, when I grew up, nobody really talked about anxiety and, and the different feelings and, and going to talk to people. It was kind of a, a deal most people did behind closed doors. They didn't want people to know. And as we go through the years, I think one of the things where we've grown as people is the fact that so many people are saying, hey, I go in for help. I have somebody helping walk me uh, through this journey. And I think the idea that that the future generations are hearing that from their favorite celebrities and people like that, I think that's so strong because I don't remember that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. No, I don't either. My only experience with psychologists was, um, you know, growing up and um, and on television. I think it was Alex P. Keaton's or Kirk Cameron's father was a yeah. psychologist in the home, and so um, that was really. And it was even still kind of mysterious back then. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, when we talk about anxiety or any other type of mental health issue or mental illness, I mean, just getting it out of the dark, you know, and just taking the stigma away and is, is so much of the battle in general. And then just normalizing it and, and that we're all humans and that we all go through periods where we struggle and we need support. And sometimes we can find the support in our, in our social circles. Like we may really have, you know, in most cases, friends or family that can carry us through and and give us what we need. And then sometimes it's bigger than that. um, Or it's more private than that. And we really need a professional to walk through it. 
uh, with us, and it's just it's so readily available. You know, now that we have in-person sessions or telehealth sessions, it's mm-hmm. just almost no reason not to do that maintenance, you know, or that work with yourself and take care of yourself. And again, Dr. Uh, Dr. Watson's from Families Inc. Counseling Services, a sponsor of the show. If you want to find out more about Families Inc., familiesinc.net or 933-6886. And again, if you don't feel like going in in person, they have the telehealth, which I think is important. Hey, we wanted to talk to you about, you know, we're trying to, a lot of people are ready to move back to normal. Uh, I think the idea that we've seen a lot less people wearing masks and we believe the numbers are down based on uh, COVID and, and the stuff like that. Um, even saying that I do believe there's probably a lot of people who are nervous or anxious about what's taking place as things begin to open up. Is that normal? Is, is this shut down and all of a sudden things trying to get back to normal so quick is being anxious about that normal for the general public? Oh goodness. I think so. I mean, going back to school, going back, you know, like really going back to school next year and, and going back to church for some people and going back to work for others who haven't been in the workforce, I think it's just as normal to have the reaction um, that now of going back is the same as when we all had to pivot and do things differently because many, many people worked remotely. I know you guys did, and I did too for a while. Um, and some people just had altered arrangements within their workplace. But now that vaccines are so available and um, the the rates of infection are declining and everybody's trying to find this new normal, um, which which will probably forever be altered Mm -hmm. somewhat. um, Yeah, I think it's going to take us just the same amount of adjustment time and and, um, care with ourselves to get back into the normal because it's that it did to get out of that, you know, and transition in the beginning. Do you think the last year of essentially, you know, isolation for a lot of people and the pandemic has changed people in in general, society in general? Do you think we've seen a a change in in the mental health of people over the last year? Yes. I mean, in general, I'm an optimist. You know, I've said that a million times, and that doesn't mean that that is not to the neglect of all the reality, because um, no doubt about it, so many people have suffered greatly. And, And like we said, I mean, real human losses in our families. Um, and, and job losses and homes and finances. But the optimist in me says, you know, there are, there are ways to get back on track and there are ways to learn from this and honestly ways to be better than we were. You know, I don't, I don't believe this will be the last time we'll be faced with a pandemic, you know, or some kind of, of um, issue that we have to learn. You know, we, we can use the same skills to learn from and transition or to pivot in some other way. So I'm, I am more hopeful than ever that what we've learned here will serve us going forward. How can we prepare um, as, as either employers or may, maybe even, let's say, just people in general who are ready to go back to work and school in the fall? How can we mentally prepare ourselves to get back in those situations that we haven't been in, in the last year? Well, I do think there are many ways to keep our anxiety in general. I mean, anxiety is just going to happen. That's just a feeling that we have. And and the less time we spend fighting that and just allowing us ourselves to have the feelings and then working some kind of, you know, action plan to continue to move is is better. Um, And so the things that we can do to help control our anxiety are we can get as much good, uh, real information as possible without getting You know, we used to talk about don't get stuck in the media, get in, get your information and get out, don't be overwhelmed. 
we can make plans for returning to work or church. You know, a lot of us have to get out of yoga pants and we have to get <laughs> our good work clothes or our good church clothes back <laughs> on and ironed and out of the back of the closet. And, yeah. um, you know, it, we can make plans for um, having uh, opportunities like lunches with our peers or how we used to pack our lunch to take to work and just thinking about the routine we used to have and how to get those parts back in place. And then our employers, um, you know, hopefully most human resource departments have done as well as ours have. We have had weekly and sometimes two times a week emails about the pandemic in general and the rates in Arkansas and how to care for ourselves. And then when we, <clears throat> excuse me, transitioned back into the schools, providing services in the schools or in the homes, then we would get emails and updates about other ways to keep ourselves safe and what we needed to, you know, take as far as masks and, you know, um, thermometer and all this. So hopefully each workplace has very clear um, and understandable guidelines and protocols for bringing people back or continuing to have people um, in place. And that, too, will be um, really helpful to understand what is going to be going on when you do go back, even if it's church, you know, or even if it's social events, how will things be different? So that you can just kind of calm those questions in your mind and some of that nervousness and that worry. What would you say to the people who are going to be like, oh, man, I am not ready. I feel like I'm stuck in fear. What would you say to them? Because there are going to be people who have have dealt with this in the harshest of ways who aren't ready to go back to any semblance of normal. Well, I'd say be really careful with yourself. You know, be gentle with yourself because what you don't need is to have more pile up on you, right? Like when you're anxious, you don't need more negative self-talk. You don't need to continue to beat yourself up like you're already in a bad spot. So you really have to be the one that's the kindest to you, just like you would be that kind to anybody that you knew that was stuck. So, um, you know, if somebody is really struggling, like if they are being asked to come back to work, or they are conflicted about going to social events or to church. And part of them wants to do that, and the other part is really, um, like, paralyzed with fear. Then I think that's, just like we talked about in the beginning, a wonderful opportunity. Make a phone call to the mental mental health professional. Have a conversation with them. Go over what's going on with you. And then make some decisions from there. Would additional supportive therapy be helpful to you, or is it something that you might not even need after a session or two? Anxiety is incredibly um, easy to manage. I won't say cure, but I will say easy to manage when you are partnered with the right um, skilled therapist. There you go. Dr. Dana Watson, Families Inc. Counseling Services. Again, familiesinc.net. You can also call 870-933-6886 to find out more about Families, Inc. And again, when we talk to Dr. Watson, just know that she gives us this much time in the morning as a service to our community, to this area. I mean, you know, she's not making any money, and it's taken time uh, of her life to get ready to talk to us. And we appreciate that uh, more than you guys realize, the fact that you guys are so willing to talk mental health with us. Well, it's such a treat for me. I mostly do it just to get to say hi to you and Kelly. (laughs) It's such a treat to join you guys from time to time. Thank you for having me. All right. Tell the family we said hi, okay? I will do that. Bye-bye. You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. All right, we're joined this morning by Nolan Dill, representing Breaking Bonds Ministries in a golf tournament that's coming up on June the 25th. Nolan, how are you this morning? 
Doing awesome. How are y'all doing? Good. Man, we're doing this deal, uh, and I'll just tell you exactly what's happening. We've been trying to take photos this morning, and it's kind of early to take photos that we're going to use on social media. Um, because yeah. have you seen the app where people are going in and they're like making themselves cartoons, like Pixar characters? Oh yeah, every every post on Facebook, I think, has that. <laughs> yeah, so of course Kelly wants to be trendy, and she wants to do that, and she's making me take pictures, and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and she it's wants too early for pictures. Yeah, and she wants to use the worst looking ones where I look like a complete fool. It's, it's super funny. Well, People I mean, will think it's really funny. It is fun. Uh, that one's okay. Save that one. Okay, Nolan, we've yeah. taken. I guarantee you, we've taken fifteen pictures so far today. <laughs> so, uh, tell me it's what's awesome. going on with uh, Breaking Bonds Ministries. I was uh, hearing about this uh, this golf tournament coming up on the twenty fifth at Sage Meadows. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, we have on uh, June twenty fifth. It's a Friday. We're going to have our fourth annual golf tournament. We, we have it every year at Sage Meadows, and um, it's always on a Friday. So, you know, people can almost get like a three-day weekend, you know, yep. talk your business and letting you go play golf and then have a three-day weekend. We, uh, lunch is going to be at 12 that day, and we tee off at 1. And uh, the, it's, a, it's a benefit for our ministry. You know, we got 40 guys right here in Jonesboro that uh, we house with drug and alcohol addictions completely free. And um, so the golf tournament just – the money raised by it goes 100% back into our ministry, and that's why we do it, to keep our doors open. You know, when you hear about those stories about these uh, these men who end up having problems, nobody dreams as a kid they're going to have issues uh, with drugs right. or alcohol when they get older, right? It's something that kind right. of spirals and it happens, unfortunately, to people. And, and then all of a sudden, yeah. uh, nobody wants to live the rest of their life like that. They would love for somebody to right. be there to help them. And, and Breaking Bonds Ministries is right there to say, hey, come here. We want to help you. And, and your way of healing is through uh, Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. That's right. So when you think about the people who go through there, tell, tell me about uh, some of the stories that you've seen and experienced uh, in your time working with Breaking Bonds. Uh, boy, that's hard to answer because I've seen all kinds of stories. Um, you know, we just we, every time we see a guy at rock bottom that um, that's in a pit, and you know, and um, I was once in that pit too, so I know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that you know, get out of a pit that's up, and Jesus Christ is what we point them to, uh, point them to yeah. and. Um, it not only just heals the guys, but you also see families get healed too. You know, a lot of times you see ten or twenty loved ones or family members or kids that go to you know church with them. Finally, none of them's been in church, and they all get to go back to church together. And right. it's just a, it's always awesome to see that seven month healing process. And you know, then it lasts it lasts a lifetime, not just seven months. And, um, so it's not just for the guys; it's also awesome to see the families get restored, also. Yeah, the kids and the wives and all that stuff come back together. So when you do a golf tournament like this and you raise funds through people going out and having a great time playing golf, all tax deductible, all that stuff, uh, how does the money go back and help the ministry? Um, You know, it just goes back to help keep our doors open. I think this year um, we're we're really going to focus on uh, putting the money towards vehicles for transportation for the guys and um, just stuff like that to help make the ministry better. You know, it's constantly – constantly having to you know just fix the dorms up or repaint and just man it just goes 100 in ministry just to keep the doors open because like i said we don't charge nothing for a guy to come in here it's completely free so we mainly run off donations and um so this this helps big time this is one of our big fundraisers and um like i said you know it, this year is going to be put more towards vehicles and trailers to let the guys go out and serve the community better and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know, it's wild because <clears throat> most of us have experiences of knowing somebody who's gone through issues, right? I mean, it's just part of life at this point. Yeah. Uh, but when you hear those, uh, like the cost of a lot of the different uh, rehab facilities, uh, sometimes the cost makes it where people can't even go. And that's what's great about knowing that right. Breaking Bonds is going to let people come in and, 
You just want to heal them and not charge them because when you look at some of those other places, it's extremely expensive to try to get clean. Yes, extremely. So, again, the golf tournament is happening on uh, Friday, June the 25th at Sage Meadows. Nolan, if somebody wants to get signed up, what's the best way to do that? Honestly, just go to our Facebook page, and uh, my contact number's on there. There's a flyer for the golf tournament. Um, My phone number's on there. Um, Oh, the flyer's on there. The phone number's on there. Email address, address. Um, It has all the information. It says host sponsors are $100. We still need some people to uh, purchase teams. Four-man scramble at $500 a team. And then we're also looking for a couple more corporate sponsors for the event, um, which are $1,000 corporate sponsors. And the corporate sponsors will get you five host sponsor signs, a corporate sponsor banner, a team, lunch, um, all the works like that. So when you go and you help breaking bonds, uh, you know, you guys obviously are going to are going to worship and teach through Christ. But at the same point, uh, you go out and you give back to the community. I mean, you know, because there's there's the rest of the day for you to do stuff. And it seems like you keep the crews busy there, too. Yes, sir. You know, we do do a lot of work, a lot of landscaping, um, you know, cleaning churches, church contracts and cleaning. Just uh, we also serve the community a lot. You know, we do a lot of work for the city, volunteer work to help um the city beautification project they have going, we do a lot of volunteer for that, and just um, you know, we're we're all over. We do all kinds of things. It ain't just about work; it's about serving and giving back. So there you go. It's Breaking Bonds Ministries. You can find out more on Facebook if you want to search Breaking Bonds Ministries. And again, the fourth annual charity four man scramble happens on Friday, June twenty fifth at Sage Meadows Country Club. And Nolan, we appreciate your time this morning, man. I thank y'all very much. Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. All right, so our friend Michael Sullivan joins us this morning. Typically, we talk to Michael about Habitat for Humanity, and I was just talking to Michael before we came on, like, dude, do you ever rest? You're always (laughs) doing, like, Habitat stuff, Restore stuff, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize you were part of JYPN. Yeah, hey, I have a giving heart, so I wanted to give back. And also, this is a great opportunity for me to network and build relationships with Jonesboro to help build Habitat better and the other stuff that I'm involved in here in Jonesboro. Yeah, so basically, you just run around doing different projects all the time. Is that it? Pretty much. It keeps me, it keeps me sane, yeah. <laughs> hey, before we get to the blood drive, which was kind of the main reason we wanted to talk to you, what's the status of Habitat for Humanity? Because the last time we talked, you guys uh, had the ability to build some houses, but you were looking for more people to apply to get a house. Yeah, we actually have two that we just finished, um, well, nearly finished painting. We had some volunteer opportunities posted uh, actually for tomorrow and this weekend uh, at some of the build sites. And then we have eight foundations going in. So pretty soon we hope to be posting some opportunities about raising some walls and stuff. But we have two houses that are not selected for. And so we are looking for more applications to process. So if you're interested, jonesborillhabitat.com um, and go to the homeownership tab and you can find the application yeah and, and basically they're going to be there to help you get into your home and make it affordable interest-free loan i mean it's crazy the the good that habitat for humanity can do so why are you part of jypn is it just basically just a great way to network and meet the future leaders of the city that's right and networking there's also a lot of community service projects which i want to talk about this uh and pretty soon today uh Social events, uh, professional development, we have an annual conference, a great a number of reasons why uh, to join JYPN if you're a young professional between 21 to 39 and you're part of the Chamber of Commerce. Um, and you can always find an application or how to apply by talking to a member or going to the Jonesboro Chamber website 
which is uh, jonesboroughchamber.com, and click on that JYPN tab to find out more information or follow us on Facebook for that. So the the blood drive, obviously, you know, we hear about uh, blood drives going on, the American Red Cross, and the need is always there for blood. And I would assume when you go through a pandemic and people, I mean, people are distancing anyway, there's probably uh, even more of a need for blood, probably, I would assume, from a, a lack of, of just pure volume of donations. That's correct. And, I, you know, yes, I work for Habitat, but I'm also aware of, you know, the other nonprofits and needs in Jonesboro and, you know, the Red Cross, I think they recently closed their one of their centers here. So they're doing more of these pop-up blood drive events. And so what a better way to host one yourself to help bring in those donations. And so we have one scheduled for this Friday between 12 and 5 p.m. at the Jonesboro Chamber, which is at 1709 East Nelson Avenue. Uh, you can schedule ahead of time by going to redcrossblood.org or calling 1-800-RED-CROSS. You can also just drop by between noon and five. Uh, you may have to wait a little bit, but we'll get you in as soon as possible to give that blood and help save at least three lives or up to three lives. Yeah, and the thing about the blood when you make these blood donations, and we talk to you know the Red Cross about the reason it's important is you know nobody ever plans for needing blood. Most people don't go, oh, I'm going to probably need blood sometime next month. But the idea being that if you or a family member needed to go somewhere, needed to go have an operation or a, a quick surgery or whatever, an emergency situation. You want to think that the blood supply is going to be there. You don't want to think that you're going to have to wait for somebody to donate blood. So the idea that we can keep that stocked is very important. That, that's so true. Yeah, you know, when my mom had an accident over 10 years ago, I mean, she needed blood. And right. so, you know, what if she didn't have that opportunity? And so because of donors, that she was able to get that critical donation. So someone in your life has probably received blood at some point. And what a better way to give back um, and then to give to, you know, the Red Cross to help keep their supply up so they can continue to give when it's so much needed. So, and also I saw you guys uh, were doing some stuff with city youth. What's going on with that? Yeah. City youth Ministries. So we try to kind of diversify the ways that our members can give and also give opportunities for the community to give as well through this, uh, this month of giving or community service for JYPN. And so besides the blood drive, we've already had a habitat painting and they've helped uh, paint an entire habitat house. And then City Youth Ministries, we're collecting individually wrapped snacks and toilet paper for them all month long. And so you can drop off your donations um, at the Chamber of Commerce as well during June. And then in July, we're going to take all those donations to City Youth and make an impact there as well. That's awesome. How old are you, Michael? Gosh, don't tell me that. (laughs) Are you you upper Uh, 20s? I'm about to be 30 years old, big three zero, and like less than a month. Yeah. And see, that's what's great, though. I talk mm-hmm. to you and we talk about and we hear about all these different things that you're doing for the community and the idea that at your age, you know, some people aren't as civically minded, but you're really making a difference uh, around the city, around Northeast Arkansas. And we appreciate the effort you're putting out, man. Hey, I appreciate the confidence. Thank you so much. But, you know, I love what I do. And if I can help as many people as I can and make an impact, that's what really matters to me. There you go. So again, Habitat for Humanity is looking for a couple of different people for homes that they want to build for you. Uh, You can find out more when you search Habitat for Humanity. Uh, Jonesboro. Also, don't forget about the blood drive. It's happening at the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, And again, that's happening this week. If people want more information on all things JYPN, is the Facebook spot a good spot or, or just go online to the Chamber website? Which one's the best? Either one. Uh, so the Facebook page, uh, Jonesboro Young Professionals, or the Chamber website, uh, jonesborochamber.com, and then click on that JYPN tab to learn how to apply or more information or even how to contact one of the board members to get more information. We'd love for more people to apply and 
and be a part of this great organization. There you go. Fist bump to you, Michael Sullivan. We appreciate you, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me. You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. All right, Sarah Hunt joins us this morning from Gamble Home and Shop Local Park. Sarah, what's happening this morning? Not a whole lot, you know, just trying to get the work day kicked off and get prepped for the rest of the week. Wait a minute. Does that Gamble family make you start working at 8 o'clock in the morning? Absolutely not. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you make me start working at 8 o'clock in the yeah. morning. Hey, you guys, you. Uh, you guys have so much going on, and it's always like, wow, I can't believe uh, Gamble Home is, is branching out and doing this, or you drive by and there's – a new location. There's all this new, uh, this new furniture and the home decor. It's it's like this business, which I first went to back in 2007, um, has become such a staple of Northeast Arkansas. At one point, it was just you know it was a small town furniture store, and and now we see the impact really all across this region. Oh yeah, it's been such a fun time. Like I started with Gamble four and a half years ago, and just the expansion within the last four and a half years with the buy bed, give a bed program, and then with the shoe drives and toy drives and backpack drives. And then we just finished up our partnership with um, NEA Baptist for the Tugas project. Yep. We just finished up our partnership with them for that. So we get to reveal how much money the community help us, helps us raise for them um, on Friday. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And so just the change since I started with Gamble four and a half years ago is crazy. Yeah, I met Chris and Jeremy and the family for the first time. I was buying my first house in 2007, and I got this. Somebody called in on the radio and said, hey, you should go check out this this place in uh, Gamble. You know, I'm like, what am I going to do? Am I, am I going to drive over there and look? And they're like, no, it's worth the drive. And the idea that we have this here now uh, so close all across the area to everybody and the fact that it continues to spread out, I mean, um, I think it's awesome, too, because you talk about local people who are from this community who want to give back to this community and And that's one of the reasons that Shop Local is such a big part is when we support the people from this community, they're out there helping other people in the community. Oh, yeah. And it's the impact of it is just crazy to me because we get calls all the time or I'll see somebody out and I'll have on a Gamble T-shirt and they'll be like, hey, I bought my furniture there. Or, hey, y'all helped me when the tornado hit. Or, hey, (laughs) I I work at an organization and y'all help us all the time. And it's just. So cool. Yeah. Shout out to the entire crew there with Gamble Home. Uh, can you give us any information? I know this isn't what we're calling for, so I might be asking something out of line. And if it is, you can slap me back down. Um, you know, I, I drive past the corner of uh, Caraway and Highland all the time, and I see the construction mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, it looks like a lot's been done already. What are we looking at there with the with the future of the Gamble Home right in the center of Jonesboro? I actually snuck up there the other day, um, snuck in the back door one evening, and I got to see the construction for myself. Um, And I had been there a few weeks prior to see how far along it had come. Mm -hmm. Um, But I walked the whole building, um, I guess like, oh gosh, Monday, Tuesday, maybe. Oh, that was this week. This (laughs) week is long. Wow. Anyways, so I walked the building. Oh, no, it was Sunday. I know when it was. It was Sunday. I walked the building actually this Sunday, um, and there was a lot more construction done in there than there was just two weeks before. So there are walls up all throughout the building now. Like it's been separated out. Um, 
a lot of the electrical is done now, at least for us and for Gearhead. A lot of the electrical is done. Oh, Gearhead got their um, garage doors in, which weren't there the week before. Um, We're just so excited about how quickly it is coming along. And I know y'all seen that black exterior with the wood paneling now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, Mm -hmm. it looks so good. I'm so ready for the sign to go up and for the um, rest of the parking lot to be done because I feel like once the parking lot is done, I'm really going to feel like we're getting close. Yeah, so this is going to be, not only is it right in the, in the center of Jonesboro, it's going to be Gearhead, it's going to be Gamble Home, it's going to be all the stuff you know yeah. from these two entities, but at the same point, it's going, to be, it's going to be more than just that. I mean, you guys have other visions for how you're going to operate uh, with that property, right? Oh, yeah. We are hoping that the grassy area that we're putting in there out by the road is going to be a really great space for community events, fundraisers, since it's right in the heart of town. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much exposure. Um, so it's going to be a really, really great spot to have those kind of events. And we're so excited. And I mean, we've talked about doing the food trucks. We're still talking about doing the food trucks. That's still all in the planning process. We're mm-hmm. still working on it. So um, there's going to be other businesses in there. And so we're so excited to see all of the people that are getting interested in um, coming into that building with us. You know, it's neat about the, you mentioned the food truck. I was never, I didn't really understand the whole thing about the food truck, but I found, uh, I found out that I love food from a food truck and I'm not sure if it's just the experience of standing there outside or waiting for your food at your car or truck or whatever, but uh, me and Kaya found a little taco spot that we love and uh, tacos. We called the taco truck and we're like, Hey, we, you want to go to the taco truck for dinner? So I think if you could do food trucks there, that's huge too. Oh, yeah. We've gotten so many calls for so many different kinds of food trucks already wanting to stake their claim up there. So um, we're keeping all those on file. That way we can call everybody back and be like, hey, we're doing it. Let's go. So we're really, really excited about it. Do you have any time frame, any idea? I know it's going to depend on weather and construction, but are you targeting the first of next year, next summer? Do you know what that looks like? We're hoping still for this year. Wow. Hoping. That's awesome. I know we're we're getting ambitious here. We're hoping for this year still. That's how you guys Whether operate. Or not though. That <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so again, Sarah Hunt, Gamble Home on with us this morning. You guys are doing the Shop Local Park movie night. Shop Local Park movie nights again. Uh, you kicked this off a couple yes. of years ago, and and you have one again tomorrow night. Yes, we do. Monsters Inc. is tomorrow night. This month is animated kids movies. So bring the kiddos. Bring the bug spray, bring the chairs, because the lawn has been a little damp yeah. from all the rain. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, or sit on it, whatever you want to do, whatever. Um, but bring your chairs, bring your dogs, bring your kids, bring all of it. So Monsters, Inc. is tomorrow night. We did Home last week. It was so cute. Yeah. Have you all ever seen it? Yes. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, oh, it's so cute. You mm-hmm. have to watch it. So many people hadn't seen it. I was so surprised. I love it. It's the little alien guy, and the aliens come, and they're like, oh, we're helping Earth. Um, but really, they're, like, running from these bigger aliens, and it's just it's cute. You've got to watch it. So, again, you're going to do this all the way on Thursday nights, all the way through October. And if people want more and they kind of want to figure out what movie you're showing and pick their night to go out there and watch this movie outdoors on that big screen, uh, where can they get the information on that? Our Shop Local Park Facebook page. We have the entire schedule through October pinned to the top of the page. So it's the first post you're going to see when you go to our Shop Local Park Facebook page. 
There you go. Sarah Hunt, Gamble Home, lots of stuff going on, and uh, we appreciate you taking a little bit of time and starting your day a little bit early just for us, okay? No problem. Anytime, just for y'all. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. I right, joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend, our best friend, and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare. Welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you this morning? Hey, great to be back this week. Doing good. All right. So uh, did you realize that this week, and I, I'm assuming you probably know this, this is Pet Appreciation Week. I saw that. Yeah, I get notifications, obviously. And uh, yeah, it started Sunday and it lasts the entire week. You know, and I've always been an advocate. I think we should have pet appreciation year every year. It ought to be all year long. But, you know, this is it it was designed kind of as a special week to just maybe show some extra appreciation towards your pets and, uh, you know, give them a little more attention uh, and show them how important they are and the role they play in your life. And, uh uh, you know, it might be something as simple as giving, you know, getting them a different treat and uh, or some uh, making them a home cooked meal, a healthy home cooked meal for pets, getting a new toy, taking them for a longer walk or just, you know, just a, a long walk and maybe a bath or something. Uh, you know, you could also take some supplies to the uh, local, you know, animal shelters and, 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 you know, just because those, those dogs there are going to become somebody's pets and, you know, it'd be nice for them to go home with, you know, some, some food or treats or toys and, uh, you know, just show how much you appreciate your pet. Can you imagine your life if you didn't have uh, dogs at home? No. Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, it wouldn't be worth waking up in the morning. <laughs> I agree. The one thing, I mean, you think about the rest of the people in your life, right? Your dogs are the most excited people to see you every single day. They are. They, you know, I, when I leave in the morning, they have a sad look on my, on their face. If I come home for lunch, you know, they're there wagging their tail at the door mm-hmm. and barking. And then when I come home after work, they're doing the same thing. So, you know, they appreciate me. So I need to show that to them in return. There you go. What else are you seeing as far as, uh, you know, we always talk to you about different things that are affecting our pets. What can we learn from Dr. Kevin Reed this morning? You know, this this article came out in one of the, I think, a Philadelphia newspaper just a couple of days ago. And it was basically a story about, you know, how, and I've talked about this before, how as, as veterinary clinics in the area and, and nationwide, we have been basically slammed in the past year and through, you know, currently this year. And, you know, it kind of became the perfect storm. You know, COVID hit a little over a year ago. Things shut down. Uh, people were off from work or the children were home. So people had to, uh, you know, temporarily cut back on their work or quit work altogether to take care of them. And as a result, we kind of got a backlog of, of pet visits because at first we were trying to just see the, the more, more necessary ones. You know, we were doing curbside up until a little over a month ago. Right. And, uh that obviously took some getting used to, and I think we lost some of our efficiency. Um, and then, you know, fortunately our practice wasn't affected, but I know a lot of my colleagues, I talked to them, and they actually, you know, had to, they lost some staff or cut down on staff hours because of the stay-at-home situation. But the interesting thing out of all this, this article was that pet ownership grew very sharply in the last year. And one study uh, showed that almost 11.5 million households got new pets during the pandemic. Wow. And 
you know, that's an influx of, of, of new patients that need to be examined and seen in routine wellness care. And it, it is just, you know, basically overburdened some hospitals uh, and emergency uh, facilities. I talked to a colleague of mine that has an emergency uh, clinic in East uh, Nashville, and he said some of their wait wait times are four to six hours because oh of all the pets that come in. And um, you know, I probably estimate I've I've probably seen an increase of over twenty percent new patients or not new patients, but seeing more pets, twenty percent more pets daily than I did, you know, a year ago, say at this time or even before the pandemic. And um, just this morning, here it is, 8.40, and I've had five drop-offs. These aren't, you know, they were scheduled to be dropped off. They just came in, you know, to drop off for the day for procedures. And it's just, um, you know, we just kind of have to work them in. My appointments start here in a few minutes. And, you know, there will be more drop-offs during the day, and we kind of have to work them in. good example was yesterday, you know, in the midst of the afternoon, I had, you know, pretty pretty much full appointments. And a client came rushing in the door with a little six-week-old kitten that weighed three-quarters of a pound, and uh, she had inadvertently stepped on it. Oh, And gosh. so, you know, you obviously stop everything, and we took radiographs. It actually had a pneumothorax and some uh, pulmonary contusions. So treated it, and it was kind of late in the afternoon, and I was kind of concerned, you know, just not not observing it overnight. So I took it home with me in a little carrier. I had a little litter box in it, and you know, got up early or middle of the night and checked on it. And this morning, it was eating food and doing real well. So it's going to go back home. But you know, it's my practice is has always been kind of a general practice, but it's kind of become a general practice emergency hybrid where you know we've all always have seen, you know, acute care type cases and emergencies, but it seems to be we're seeing more and more of those. And, you know, I just ask our clients who have been very patient to just realize that, you know, we're doing the best we can. And I think every clinic in this area is, it's just, you know, everybody's been overwhelmed with the patient visits and where before I could use schedule routine surgeries maybe four to seven days out mm-hmm. you know now we're looking at two to three weeks out and sometimes longer because, wow. because of the increased in increase in number of pets and and i think a lot of it is people staying at home all the time they're they're observing their pets a lot more and and things that they might not have noticed like an increase in water intake or increased urination frequency you know they didn't see that when they worked eight to nine hours a day and now they're at home observing them. And they're thinking, "Hey, that may not be normal. So maybe I need to get them checked out." So, for the pet's sake, that's been a good thing because it's made owners more observant and maybe catching, you know, health issues that are arising, and they're catching them earlier than they would have if they hadn't been at home during this time. So, you know, there's a silver lining to every cloud, but um, you know, and, uh, we just try to do our best and see what we can and just. Like I said, be patient. We'll we'll get to your pet, and um, you know if it's an emergency, we try to see those as soon as possible. There you go, y'all. He is the man you need. He is Doctor Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend, our best friend, and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Radio program. Doctor Kevin Reed at VetCare. Find out more vet-care.com or VetCare Jonesboro on Facebook. And Doc, we know your day's busy, and we will talk to you next week. 
Hey, sounds good. See you then. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. All right, so the Honorable Judge Keith Blackman joins us on the phone this morning. Can we still call you Judge? Uh, that's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I served for 12 years, and I... <laughs> That's a, that's fine. I would assume that people still call you judge, though, right? They do. Yeah, I figured they so. Do. So Keith Blackman joins us from the Military Officers Association of America and the golf tournament that's happening. Uh, we're coming up on it pretty quick. You know, we kind of talked about this when we were a little bit away from it. And I guess it's like, oh, my gosh, it's coming up on June the 17th. It's right around the corner. That's right. So that's one week from tomorrow, and it's the Military Officers Association of America. Uh Mr. Blackman, tell us about that organization and why this is something that you give time to. I mean, obviously, you've served um, you've served the state, you've served the community, you've served the country uh, for most of your lifetime. And here you are still trying to find ways to give back with the Military Officers Association of America. Yes, uh, we, as the uh, Military Officers Association, are a, a national, actually a national uh, organization, and we're the local chapter here in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, we we are are uh, former military or some are active and still in the military. Others have just served. Others have retired. Mm-hmm. I retired out of the uh, Army Reserve myself after 27 years. Wow! But but we want to give back, particularly to those that uh, have military ties. Uh, the military veterans is a primary focus that we have, but uh, we provide uh, benefits for uh, junior ROTC seniors. Uh, We provide some scholarships. We have scholarships for the uh, veterans who have served and come back in to go to college then and uh, get their education. Uh, We provide benefits for the girls and boys state. We sponsor some of those. And last year, we provided uh, a donation to the uh, Veterans Village Project here going on in Jonesboro. So the golf tournament, again, happens one week from tomorrow at Sage Meadows. Tell me about this golf tournament and and where we stand as we're just about a week away from it. Well, it's a four-person scramble. It can be mixed scramble, mixed uh, sexes. It can be all women, all, all men, whichever. Uh, we have two flights, one being a veteran's flight, and that requires at least two military veterans on the team. Uh, the other one would be a civilian flight, and uh, it will be at Sage Meadows. It will start uh, actually at 1 o'clock, a, a shotgun start. Prior to that, we'll we'll sign people up, uh, final, final sign-up, and then we'll have a luncheon before we go play golf. So if there's people out there who are looking for a reason, uh, an excuse to get off of work and they want to go and play next week, how can they, how can they be a part of that? They can contact me at 870-530-2426. They can contact the uh, pro shop at uh, Sage Meadows. They can contact uh, Dennis Hill, our treasurer, and uh, if they want to do it by mail, it's P.O. Box 718, Jonesboro, 72403. Uh, 
His phone number is 870-243-4585. There are application forms for the teams at, uh, I believe, all of the golf courses around our area here. Awesome. And uh, they could call either me or Dennis and uh, or, or contact one of the pro shops. I, I would ex- expect at any of the, the courses here. And again, it's the Military Officers Association of America Golf Tournament happening in Jonesboro at Sage Meadows. It is happening one week from tomorrow, June the 17th. And uh, Mr. Judge, Mr. Blackman, we appreciate your time this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. The K-Fine Breakfast Club, as always, is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear kind of our fear because Coach Butch Jones from Arkansas State told us that uh, he listens every morning and we set the mood for him. Mm-hmm. And, and my thought was, oh, if he's in a bad mood, does that mean that the players <laughs> think we didn't do our job and make him happy? And they're all going to be coming for us. <laughs> it's like big shoes to fill right there. Uh, also on today's show, we had a great conversation with Dr. Dana Watson from Families Inc. Counseling Services. We talked through the anxiety of kind of the world opening back up. It was weird. We talked to her a year ago about the anxiety of the pandemic yeah. and shutting down and so different now. Uh, we also talked to Michael Sullivan this morning about an American Red Cross blood drive coming up. Nolan Dill from Breaking Bonds Ministries has a golf tournament. We talk about that. Shop Local Park, they're doing movie nights on Thursdays. We talked to Sarah Hunt about that. Of course, Dr. Kevin Reed in uh, the importance of getting your animal to the vet, but why there might be delays in some situations across the country right now. And the honorable former judge, Keith Blackman, was talking about the Military Officers Association of America. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? I'm super excited about this. So is my family. The series premiere of Loki on Disney+. Plus. So after he escapes Endgame, Loki is captured by an agency of time cops led by Owen Wilson. So Owen Wilson is in it too. He's going to be kind of comic relief as well. Okay, so this is actually, this is an animated. This is a real... This is a real, it's actually humans. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's an actual, kind of like the Winter Soldier and the, all those Disney things that have come yeah, out. Got you. The Is that CM- Disney Plus, you said? Yes. I have that, okay. Yeah. The CMT Music Awards are on tonight on CMT. Kane Brown, Kelsey Ballerini are your hosts. Of course, we're going to hear from Breland, Brothers Osborne, Carly Pierce, Carrie Underwood, Chris Stapleton, Dirk Spentley, Ingrid Andress, Lady A, Lauren Elena, and Luke Bryan. Yeah. Also, the two-hour third season finale of A Million Little Things. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.